Misadventures in Small Business share stories that will involve someone doing something stupid or embarrassing. Misadventures in Small Business number 16, Gropist Duels With Me. So when I was a branch manager for a regional security company, one of my biggest challenges was hiring enough guards for our summer surge every year, as our largest customer was the electrical utility our workload always peaked in the summer as more transformers would die when AC units were drawing power nonstop. I've previously referenced this a bit in Episodes 1 and 5. Generally, if someone came in with a valid guard card and had a car, the interview was a formality. I would, of course, welcome as many as I could personally one-on-one -on -one because they were valuable employees. By meeting some of them, I had a better idea of what they looked like in case we needed someone at some of our other sites that might require someone presentable and personable. Very frequently, we would even give our utility site orientation and issue uniforms on the spot. One of the guards that we hired seemed all right. He wasn't about to get any offers to grace the cover of GQ, but seemed sane and spoke English. I was riding along with my favorite supervisor, Captain James, one night for several hours doing some post checks as I never wanted to be so detached from what was actually going on that I would be caught off guard. I referred to him as Captain James as before I was in the picture, the company was using a bit more rank. I was never a huge fan of rank for security as it wasn't even close to being comparable to earning rank in the Army. Anyway, James was still referred to as Captain James by a lot of the long-term guards as he was liked and respected by many solid guards. We checked a few temp sites when we got a call from the office that the bat phone had rung and we had a fresh two or three guard site at a park in Scottsdale. As we were just leaving an existing site less than five miles away, we arrived within minutes. Fast response times were a huge point of pride. If the linemen were finished affecting a temporary repair and sitting around waiting for a guard so that they could roll to the next site or home after being on extreme overtime, then we are wasting the utilities money. Besides the field soups, and even me in a pinch during busy season, we had a core group of responder guards that we would dispatch to open up new sites. These were men and women that were fast, not navigationally challenged, and could fill out the paperwork properly. As we were at a two or three guard site, James was at one area of the park and I was posted in another. On really long cable runs, they would order more than one guard if one person couldn't realistically watch the entire cable. I was pleasantly surprised that our new hire that I had just met a day or two prior was so motivated and got there like dominoes in 30 minutes or less. The bad part about opening sites is waiting for relief. 30 to 60 minutes is typical, although once we burn through the call list, it could be rough in July and August. So when our new hire walked up, I was just going to shake his hand. Unfortunately, he decided to challenge me to a duel. That's right. He grabbed me for a full front-on hug, and I swear we clanged swords before I even knew what had happened. I'm not into flesh fencing, but if someone else likes rubbing mushroom tips with other guys, that's none of my business. It made me feel dirty and violated.
So our guy was married and in his mid to late 50s. I don't think he actually wanted to sneak off into the bushes and engage in activities that would have required one or both of us to get Costco memberships just to start buying mouthwash and or Preparation H in the five gallon sizes. I think this poor bastard was so neglected at home that he needed physical contact with another human being, although his manner for getting this was quite undignified. So our guy caught one or two others off guard with this Venus flytrap move before word got around about the gropist, the mad groper, or just Chester, depending on who you talk to. Our gropist was kind of a genius in a way, as eventually the soups quit doing post checks if they saw his call sign listed on a particular site. He could have been sleeping for 11 out of 12 hours that he was on site and no one would have known. I almost always kept my office door open as I would like to talk to many of our guards that came in on payday. Usually if anyone walked in to say hi, I would stand up from my desk, walk over and shake hands. When the gropist came in, I would stay seated as I did not ever want a rematch to our initial duel. I eventually fired the gropist, but not for being a creeper. He smoked those weird little confused cigars that come in a pack the same size as cigarettes and have filters. I don't know if they're cigars transitioning into cigarettes or cigarettes transitioning into cigars. Either way, there's something unnatural with those things. If he quit smoking those and brushed his teeth, then maybe his wife would be more likely to let him get his groping fix at home. Anyway, one of the guards that was alternating a site with him, they each covered 12 hours, got yelled at by a soup during a post check for a huge pile of butts on the ground. Our innocent guard explained that those weren't his and showed his ashtray in the car and the brand of cigarettes that he smoked. Upon closer examination, the soup confirmed that the small mountain of butts were in fact Swisher Sweets, not Marlboro Lights. The soup bagged the evidence and brought them into the office. I called the gropist and warned him he better stop acting like trailer trash and throwing his butts in the street. Instead of saying sorry and fixing the problem, he said they weren't his and blamed the other guard. I explained that I had a bag full of his brand, and we confirmed what the other guard smokes and saw his full ashtray. I further warned him that this was his one warning. Sure enough, he did it again the very next night, so I fired him the following day. As usual, a week or two later, Arizona DES wanted us to pay this guy alimony after firing him for cause. Until the next misadventure, remember, stranger danger. If you don't know a guy, make sure if he gets within three feet of you that you pivot so the worst he can do is hump your left hip.